On this episode of the Autumn Windbags, we talk about Jimmy Garoppolo getting propositioned by Hooters, Mike Mayock on Darren Waller, Raiders free agency, Foster Morrow has cancer, and we get into the Raiders cap situation. And we love when you subscribe, rate, and comment on whatever platform you're listening on. All right, here we go. I got a dream of winning a Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in a Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm into nightmares. Caught! Touchdown! Raiders! You're listening to the Autumn Windbags, an audio attack from the Silver and Black. Here are your windbags, RJ Clifford and Juan Soto. Yeah, it is another episode of the Autumn Windbags. RJ Clifford, Juan Soto, let's have some fun today. Uh, late recording this evening because uh, old RJ's being the single dad. The wife's out of town working. Mr. She's Martin. in Oahu for work for a week. She's not working. She's not working, right? She's working that uh, that pina colada, yeah. double handed. Um, and so I had my first like really crazy baby problem, where she she was taking her nap, my three year old, and then got into some markers and drew drew all over her pillow, blanket, bed, her face, her hair, and I go in there to wake her up and she's just covered in blue and green and pink and the pretty dad and the biggest part is like she sees that i'm mad and so she's like it's okay it's an accident it's okay like no bitch it wasn't an accident you did it on purpose accident is you drop something this is you taking out five magic markers and getting picasso on all the stuff i have to clean up and then she had the nerve then she had the gall to be like pat me on the leg like it's okay daddy it's okay it's like "God, god damn you She's so manipulative. She's three she's nature. Well. No, she's she's uh she's definitely a Diaz, bro. She's yeah. she's got you. Uh so the big story of the day. Huge, huge, but a huge huge, huge story. It's the biggest story. We have the biggest stories. Big story. Jimmy Garoppolo making that was waves. Like half Trump, half like gay guy with the lisp at the end. <laughs> that would be a great like SNL character. Like a, like Trump comes out of the closet and gets like super flamingly gay. Like, that'd be a real fun thing to impersonate. That's next level. Opposite of that. According to TMZ, because you know what? They did the big journalism around here. Jimmy Garoppolo offered free sex for life deal from Las Vegas brothel workers. Two whores, right? That's what they're, they're calling them brothel workers. They're whores, right? Uh, women of the night. Whores. I, I, always, I always have the debate. Who says whore better? The guys from The Sopranos, whore, you fucking whore, or Frank from Always Sunny, whores. You know who's ever good too is the uh, fucking uh, what's his face? He used to be on Stern. What's his name? Oh, there's like that's like Artie Lang. Million people. Artie Lang. Artie Lang. He says it real good too. Yeah, it's it's a it's a diverse word, and you can always kind of tell where someone is by the way they say whore. You fucking whore. Hoorah. 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 You're in the Marines. The hoorah. The two lovely ladies are Caitlin Bell and Alice Little of the famous Chicken Ranch Brothel. That sounds like a terrible name for a brothel. Like, am I going there to get a, a hot, like two, a three piece and a soda, or am I there to get some Poonanny and some ass? I don't know. Can we do both? They tell us they're really excited. The heartthrob is moving to their neck of the woods. I almost fainted when I heard Jimmy sign with the Raiders, Bell said in a statement, because, you know, whores give out press releases. He deserves free sex just for joining our team, but he gets free sex for life. 
from us just because he's a legit babe. Fucking just throwing it at him. I know that we called him. We're trying to make trying to make it stick that Jimmy G string is his nickname. Fuck we may that. have to change it to Jimmy G spot at this For point. Sure. Because he's like he's graduated beyond strippers, like strippers, porn stars. Like he's done, been there, done that, got the T-shirt. And I was like, I just need full on freaking hoorah sex workers. I need, I need full on pros. So mission accomplished. I uh, because TMZ does real journalism. Here's a little shot of Miss Bell. That um, has every filter known to man on it. Every yeah. single filter ever in that picture. And I'll take them. I mean, that's a great shot right there. The little bra bra strap off the shoulder. RJ, you need to stop right horse. now. You're, you're getting a little too hot. The little look. See the little look? Like, I know something you don't. Jesus, oh, RJ. Looks like she's got a little bunny tail on that one. We're, we're getting canceled. Yeah. We are. But uh, so, like, obviously, this is just like a publicity stunt, but it worked. Like I, I porn you had to go, you had Google these chicks, yeah, dude. I, 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 I skipped right by Google and right to the source. Like I porn hub Caitlin Bell. Not bad. Got Not some bad. talent. Got some talent. Now, do you go there if you're Jimmy G spot? No, they come to you, bro. You fucking Jimmy G spot, dude. Shit. Fucking ask me that goddamn question. Jimmy will spit on you. He'll fucking slap you for asking him. Fuck the fuck out of here. Oh, no, bitch. Yeah, it's but do you want that? Yeah, but like, you know, do you want that chick in your apartment? Like, would you trust a whore in your, Bro, in your that's, that's when you go. To, that's when you go to the one of the hotels that are friendly mm -hmm. and you just freaking go up to the penthouse because you're Jimmy G spot and just walk right in and they fucking meet you there or you they're already Vegas, there. And you you there's Vegas hotel rooms that would do that for you. Oh, yeah. For the Raiders. Yeah. Dude, they sure. do that for you. You think they, of course, yeah, they're gonna do it for Jimmy G spot. <laughs> I freaking give a guy a hundred bucks and he'll he'll get me a room, no problem. That's what their jobs are, Vegas hotels. It's just like, how can I discreetly handle this discreet? Yeah, that's the entire point. Uh, we don't have a question of the day. We just thought we'd share that with you guys. You're welcome. Comment below. <laughs> Comment. <laughs> we don't know what the question is. You guys tell us. Whatever. Uh, so. Obviously, so you did a good job of breaking down um, the Waller situation on a live chat that you did. If you guys are on the podcast and didn't hear it, go back. If you're listening on YouTube and didn't see it, go back and check it out. Um, the Waller stuff's semi-old news. But then this interview dropped that I saw. Mike Mayock a poor, uh, a poured, appeared on uh, Talking Ball with Pat Leonard. And he talked about a bunch of stuff. But he talked about Darren Waller and the trade to the Giants. And he asked specifically... What are the Giants getting with Darren Waller? You haven't seen this clip yet. So I have not. I'm very curious what you make of Mike Mayock's comment, our former GM. Take a look. Let's start with person. He's an extraordinary person. I think most people know the, the background of his addiction. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure people know how um, deep the addiction was and how he had to get to ground zero before he could climb out of that hole. And because of what he's done and the level he's maintained himself, how he's given back to the community, he's got a foundation that helps people that have the same issues he has. Um, I think he's an amazing person. His work ethic is off the chart. Um, it mat Football matters to him. Um, I think being a good person matters even more to him. He, and then uh, 
Mayock went on to talk about like what an athlete he is and what a study is, et cetera. Soto, your immediate reaction. Reaction video. Uh, words. It's just words. Uh, I, I, actions speak louder. It's just words. I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you what I think. This sounds, I, I believe everything Mike Mayock is saying about the Darren Waller he knows from two seasons ago. Everything we heard about Darren Waller two seasons ago, everything his teammates said about him, everything Gruden said about him, everything Mayock said about him was everything Mayock just said now. Hard worker, cares about the team, obviously overcame so much, wants to be a good person, wants to win. If we ask Dave Ziegler or Josh McDaniels about Darren Waller right now, what would they say? None of that. None of that. Well, that's what he showed him. Darren Waller changed. That's what he showed him. Darren, Darren Waller did a complete 180. Now he appears to not care about football. He appears to not care about his teammates. Um, I'm not saying he doesn't care about being a good person or not, but from the things we're hearing and yeah, other priorities, teammates are responding other priorities and really doesn't care what his teammates think about him or what the organization thinks about it or anything. Just coaches just, Hey, I'm supposed to be rehabbing during a bye week. Uh, find me. I'm going to go to LA. I have something better to do. I don't care. Shit happens, bro. People change, man. Completely. Uh, this is, and that's my point is I feel like Mike Mayock's opinion of Darren Waller is like a time capsule from 18 months ago of who Darren Waller was, what everyone loved about him, how he, and that translated into how he produced. And then 18 months later, we're kind of like, yeah, I always kind of knew Mac was the guy, you know, or uh, uh, Waller was, you know, you know, go, you know, we all kind of knew we had to go like, no, dude, like not that long ago, we were like ready to put a statue of a six foot six frame in front of Allegiant Stadium because of what a teammate, what a competitor, what a hard worker he is. And now he's opposite of the Darren Waller that Mike Mayock found and loved. Money doesn't build character. It reveals character. He got his big money deal, his big money. He finally got that big paycheck that he's been wanting, that mm -hmm. big deal, that for the big for the NFL. Look, the money that these guys make is not the same as the money that we make, and it's not comparative either because they spend a lot more money too, right? So to be living that lifestyle, they want to get that big check. He got that big paycheck. I'm not saying that's because, but – you have to point to it as a possible factor. He gets that big contract and he has his, uh, a, another terrible year. And his, and not only that, but his, his mentality seems to have changed. His attitude seems to have changed. So whatever, man, you, 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 you duped us. You got your money and now go make your, all the albums and fucking mixtapes you want. I'm just trying to figure out why, like what, what led to this? People get into their lives, man. People, somebody who's somebody who can be manipulated, and somebody who is strong mentally now, but maybe had a, a point of 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 weakness. It it could be a spouse, it could be a friend, it could be somebody in the music industry that he's working with because he's so passionate about it. It could be anything. It could be anything, and we, we've seen it before too in the fight game. This guy's a freaking murderer, and then he freaking starts dating some chick, and then he just stops training altogether. Yeah. It's like it, it's you. You don't know what kind of influences these people have in their lives. Whether it's the new wife, the place for the aces, whether it was just you know money, right? Whether it was just you know a new coaching staff he didn't jive with, whether it was an addiction 
fall off. All we know is right. Like these are all changed. Or a combination of all of them, right? Like that's a lot of kind of things to deal with, right? Big money, new coach, wife that's kind of crazy. Um, another injury. Crazy is a understatement. I mean, like that's that's a that's a lot for anyone, let alone someone with major addiction issues. And so I yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because it was like, yeah, like I almost forgot that Darren Waller. And it was only 18 months ago that that was the Darren Waller we all knew, the way Mike Mayak described him. Look, man. I'm looking. Uh, the, the Senate, it just <laughs> when, I, when I said it, when I said it was just words, it's because that's not the reality now. He's yeah. living in his reality. I, I think I think that's just the Darren Waller he remembers. Like that. That's when I was in there. That was Darren Waller, and I, he probably hasn't really seen him since then. And doesn't. Yeah. You know, Why would he? Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 my, that's my point. That's my yeah. point. It's like here's an unfiltered old view of Waller that hasn't seen this regression, and it was not refreshing. That's the wrong word. But it was like, oh yeah, like. I almost forgot that was who Darren Waller was to us. And now he's not <laughs> at all. Uh, well, he's not on the Raiders anymore, but as week two of free agency starts to come to a close, we got some more Raiders and um, it's getting more and more underwhelming. We'll start with the biggest signing of this last week. Austin Hooper signing one year deal with the Raiders. He was a two-time pro bowler. I always love it. This is via Jordan Schultz. I love it how like you can always tell when the media member got the scoop from an agent that they owe a favor to because then they add things like the two-time Pro Bowl tight end will be a pivotal part of Josh McDaniel's offense alongside new quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Is he? Is he going to be a pivotal? Like, how you don't know that, right? But, but you're like, hey, I got to put a really positive spin on it. Uh, One-year deal, $2.7 million. Um, I think this is clear. The biggest sign signing from wave two. Remember he was a third overall pick for Atlanta in 2016. And he was a two-time pro baller, 2018, 2019. Um, I mean for 2.7 mil. Awesome. Cool. Like great, great deal. Like, uh, there's potential, right? Like he's still not a superstar, but you're paying almost special teams, caliber player money for a guy with probably still a high ceiling. He he can when he is involved in an offense in a passing offense he can be really good. He went to uh, Cleveland for the big money, but Cleveland kind of liked Njoku a little bit more when he was there for his one year. Yep. He went to Tennessee, and their quarterback situation is a fucking nightmare. So I I wouldn't I think he's more so the guy that we saw the last couple of years in Atlanta mm -hmm. than the guy we saw the last couple of years in Cleveland and Tennessee. Let's hope so. Um, obviously, tight ends are uh, are a big part of Josh McDaniel's offense. Um, two tight ends are a big part of Josh McDaniel's offense. He's to OJ Howard, now signed with the Raiders. Um, still no contract details. I'm very curious. What uh, what is that video getting... going on under there? What is that? Raiders fans going from Waller to OJ Howard. <laughs> this guy's like flipping out. Thank <laughs> <Okay>. you. <laughs> It is like all right, all right. Like we had to move on from Waller and all that money, and I, I get it. But it's like okay, like our tight end room went from Darren Waller and Foster Morrow to a couple has-beens. Um, no contract. That old man. They're not that old, but like they haven't been good in a while. Like even like OJ Howard last season with the Texans, it was the Texans. Very fair. But ten passes for 145 yards and two touchdowns. Like oh, that was like his best game. No, that was the entire season. 
He didn't get any targets, dude. He didn't get any targets. They they, they didn't. They had I'm him not. there for a presence. They had him there for a veteran presence. Yeah. And they had him. And they want. Houston is going young. Houston is going a freaking youth movement. The year before, with the, his past couple seasons when he was with the Bucks, it was the Brady years. He was mm-hmm. doing. He did really well before Brady got there. Once Brady got there, it's like okay, I want my guys. Brady freaking stepped up. He liked Brady liked Brady. Brady had Gronk. He didn't want to, he didn't want to throw to anybody else. You know? So I mean, can he he has the tools to be good. He just needs to be put in a position to be featured uh in, in different packages. And now that we have um excuse me, tight ends that can block and be more traditional inline blocking, you know, tight end type receivers. I can I can see them being pretty productive. I can see that I can definitely see them giving us more than what Foster and Waller got us last year for about a fifth of the money. Well, I definitely hope Waller, um, considering how little he played and when he did, how bad he was. So you think they were just they were not schemed well? They're still just as good as they've ever been. I mean, I wouldn't say that they're just as good as they've ever been, but they're a lot better than what they've showed the last couple of years. The last, I, few, I, the, I fucking hope so. Well, Ten catches. You have to take a look at dude. It, it, he didn't play. Look at his snap count. Look at his targets. He didn't fucking play. OJ Howard. He freaking blocked. Look how many targets he got. Per target. Um, very curious. Twenty twenty two, thirteen, twenty three targets, ten receptions. It's not great. No, it's not great, but look at that throwing the ball. You also have Hooper, who was getting less targets than receptions he had with the last two years with Atlanta. He was getting less targets mm-hmm. the last two years than he got the two years before in receptions with Atlanta. He just wasn't getting used. I mean, is he gonna get is he gonna get used in Las Vegas when he's sharing receptions with targets with Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, these, all these new guys that he's bringing in, Josh Jacobs. That's the part two. I mean, well, that's another reason why you don't want to spend a lot on a tight end if you're not going to use them. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying is these guys can be productive for the amount of work that they get. You, you're yeah. not giving them work. They're not going to the, be productive. The the Hooper money. I was like, okay, yeah. 2.7 mil with, with a high ceiling. Great. Love it. Uh, I wonder what the OJ Howard money is. Yeah, it's probably really low if they're not giving it. If they're not sharing it, it's probably nothing to speak right home about. Another pass catcher, Ben Standig, free agent wide receiver Cam Sims has agreed to contract terms with the Raiders. This was tweeted out uh, on the twentieth. Uh, basically, a special teams guy played two hundred forty-four special team snaps last year, coming from the Commanders. Um, turns twenty-seven in January. He's only caught 57 passes in his entire NFL career. But I think the reason why we got him is he's six foot five, 220. Like he's basically like our new Mac Hollins, more or less. Just a just a big, big, big body. Big body receiver, gunner. He's gonna, you know, block on special teams. He's gonna, you know, big fast guy. That's what he is. <laughs> big fast guy. We got a big fast guy on the football team. Maybe he'll be able to produce a little bit, yeah. Uh, given the scheme or whatever, but I mean, he's what wide receiver five. Yeah, 
Probably five, yeah. right? Five, yeah. Well, six, no, six. Six, yeah. Yeah, because you have you have Tay, uh, Renfro, Myers, Dorsett, uh, fucking uh, what else? Like Cole, and him. That's six. He's six. Hey, the important thing is we got another pass catcher. He's not. He's not. He's not a pass catcher. He's, he's a really not. He's gonna be mostly special teams. But defense. Via Field Yates, the Raiders have signed former 49ers defensive end Jordan Willis. One-year deal. Again, another kind of like special teamer type dude. Like the Niners got Clay Farrell, and then we got Jordan Willis. It's kind of like we just like flip-flopped. <laughs> like <laughs> we flip-flopped our dudes. Hey, hey, he is a carbon-based life form with a pulse that plays defense. That's, uh, that, <laughs> that's, that's a win. Call, that's a win this offseason. Now you can stop calling him Clay Farrell. I know it was Clay Farrell. Um, and I'm and I'm still I still don't know how to spell Garoppolo. Like I'm never gonna learn how to spell Garoppolo. I'm never gonna learn how to pronounce Cleveland Farrell correctly. Uh, it's just again, they, they, it's just a lot of underwhelming signings. Oh, I'm not done yet. Here we go. Jordan Schultz, breaking free agent cornerback. Hey, a corner. We need a corner. David Long Jr. signing a one-year deal with the Raiders. 25 years old. He had 21 tackles and one pass broken up during his four starts with the Rams last year. He started 10 games over the course of his entire career. Um, if he starts a game for us, we're in trouble, but he probably will. Probably start. Um. Cornerback it's, depth, special teams. It's depth, special teams. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know who's going to start in our secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got a lot of guys out there. Uh, it's it's very ambitious. What they're. I mean, I, I. Everyone knows what they're doing. They're like, okay, we have talent on the offensive end. Let's grow our defense because it's like this team is half and half. Half their team is reloading, which is the offense, and half the team is rebuilding, which is the defense. Actually, building. I mean, re- rebuilding is saying that you had something. I don't know if they're rebuilding, rebuilding or even building. They're just kind of like treading water. Well, I mean, the thing is the draft now. You have to take a look at what happens in the draft and what and what they draft for. Yeah. And I think that's what, the, I mean, again, I, we t- I talked about last week. That's what New England does. They don't spend big money on defensive players unless mm-hmm. that defensive player pushes them over the top. Gets them from good to great, and and that's the, and that's the thing is like when you got Bill Belichick, you can do that. You I'm not saying it. I agree with the. I'm I know saying that, that's I, what they're doing. Can Patrick Graham do that? We'll see. Um, hey, more defense. Raiders are signing former Bills safety Raquan Johnson, another one year deal. Jay Quan, four seasons with the Bills, uh, had four starts in sixty games that he appeared. Uh, Thirty nine tackles. Now he did mix it up: two interceptions, two passes defended. Um, played special teams. I feel like that's everyone, every single free agent signing we're making special teamers last season, 16 games, three starts. Um, he did have 25 tackles and interception last season. So rotational dude, rotational guy. I think he, he got, he got the Hamlin starts when he got hurt. Yeah. And this is, uh, and this is a lot of whatever cheap dudes from good defenses, right? Niners, Bills. I mean, I know. guess it's smart if you're if you're gonna pick up guys to be roster fillers, you want to have guys that are used From to good rooms. Yeah, used to coached well, 
good from good 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 programs uh you know that's the theory right is that like hey like we're coach, coached well we jobbed with a good team we probably hopefully picked up good habits the other side of that coin though is are these guys even worse than we think because they were surrounded by good players right like we how many times have the raiders done that right picked up a really good player like a a player from a great defense that his stats were were kind of inflated because he was surrounded by great players and so he was able to play well too so the like Mark that's the, that's syndrome Right, like that's the two sides of that coin. Is oh, he's coming from a great room, probably got great habits. Oh, he's actually worse than we thought, just because he's always he's always had someone getting his back. You know what I mean? And uh, hey, a re-signing. This was happy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Illuminor, back. I was happy about this. I was like, okay, please don't fuck this up. Please come back. And we got him. Yeah, I don't know that he was that highly sought after yeah um he did okay i know rory really likes him um i think he's I he think was he's our like, best right tackle last season which isn't saying much but no. it he's okay but it, but, but again it looks like the raiders are just real and we're going to get to our depth chart in a second but it just feels like on o-line the raiders are just rehashing everybody right unless they draft huge it just seems kind of like Going with the same same crew again. Um, but he has high expectations. He tweeted, Colton, talking about Colton Miller, the left tackle, and I will be the best tackle duo, not only in the AFC West, but in the NFL this upcoming season. I'll show y'all consistency. He's saying First him and off, Colton he's Miller. Fucking British. What the hell is he doing saying y'all, number one? Number two, he needs to start shave that head. How does a Brit say y'all? I don't I, I can't even I can't even that's a tough one. No. Is he gonna play tackle? He's he, he's he's shitting on Brandon Parker right now. He's yeah. better saying that I'm gonna play over you, Brandon Parker. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. He could play right. guard though. He I mean he's played guard before. Mm -hmm. But again, it, it just it just feels like the Raiders are going are just kind of recycling the O line from last year. It's which, strange, man. It's just, just I mean, if you're trying to pinch pennies and you got Jimmy Garoppolo who's I'm surprised he's not injured yet. Just getting out of the shower. A little protection, maybe. I don't know. Uh, so that's basically, we're basically two weeks into free agency. Again, only two weeks. Still got the draft. It's not over yet, but most of the best players that are available have all kind of found a spot. Not all of them, but a good chunk of them. There's some good guys out there still. It, it really feels like the Raiders are trading and releasing or like letting go better players like players in a bubble genuinely better but they're signing scheme fit guys mm -hmm. which okay like that's how you save money right I, we talk about it all the time like why would are you a do you want your o-line to be great pass blockers do you want them to be nimble like off the edge blockers do you want them to be giant hulking just crushing dude blockers like obviously you want offensive line that can do everything mm -hmm. but you can't afford that so all right what, what are we looking for so that is how you save money so I understand the concept, but now you're super reliant on your scheme. Now you're like, okay, well, your scheme better fucking work because you're getting guys that are cookie cutter to what you want to do and not just good players, if you will. I mean, I, I don't know that it's, I mean, of course it's going to be a scheme fit, but I think more so versatile, versatile players because uh, I mean, like not having Denzel Perryman back is a tough one, mm -hmm. but he 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 wasn't a real good fit in 
in a in any real type of I hate to say any type of like modern NFL scheme, mm-hmm. but most NFL schemes out there defensively, your linebackers have to be able to cover. He just can't do it. He had like he had two interceptions last year, but they were like scheme interceptions where like the ball was thrown right at him. And I mean, big he, was a, he was a legit Pro Bowler two seasons ago. Well, yeah, I mean, again, still couldn't cover. He was one of the worst covering linebackers in the NFL. You can't run a scheme properly. He wasn't that bad. He was like no, dude, average he to was below. Really average. bad. He was really great. bad. But this is my but this is my point is it doesn't like instead of you adjusting your scheme to the player, like all right, we don't have a lot of great defensive players on our defense, so we're gonna have to scheme around the good ones we have. They're like, nope, we're going purely scheme fit guys. I think they tried doing that. We're rigid. I think they I think they tried everything and none of it worked. Well, and look, if 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 you try to make guys, if you try to to you can only adjust your scheme so much. I don't know if they have that many diverse dudes. Like is Jacoby Myers like that crazy diverse? Like he just kind of another slot guy that sometimes plays outside and he's just a ball control dude. Like he's not a big he's not a run after the catch guy, not a speedster guy. He's just Good hands get gets open shallow. Like that's that's more or less it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's that diverse. He's good at what he does. I think def- more so defensively than anything. Okay, is we're getting guys that like Willis can play in, inside or outside on the line. Uh, you know, uh, Long he can play inside or outside at corner. We have, um, I mean, we have like uh, Spillane is more of like a Perryman light. Spillane uh, can't cover. He's a safety yeah, that can't he, cover. He's not, you know? he's not one of those guys. I really don't think they're as diverse as you think, man. I think I think a lot of these guys, like they've been forced to play inside, outside because that's the only way they get on the field. Is mm-hmm. like I'm not good enough to, you know, fight for this spot. I just have to be Mr. Do everything. Well, we're gonna figure it out. I mean, I again, I'm I, I'm some, I'm extremely underwhelmed by these uh, this offseason so far. Yeah. It's about what a third of the way over because you know, we're heading into the draft season. Signings are going to start to slow down a little bit heading into the draft season. And, um, you know, uh, most of the attention is going to be put on pro days and shit like that. Yep. So, so we'll see. It is um, Wednesday night, March 22nd, 9.40 p.m. As of right this second, this is what our death chart looks like. Do you want our to see death, offense or defense first? You say death chart? <laughs> well... Our defense. <laughs> the defense. The death of our defense. fandom. Death chart. Do you want to see the offense or defense first? Let's see the defense. I'm on payments to go soft. Right. Let's go. Like, let's build up to something, right? Well, I mean, do we want to see special teams just to feel good? No, we know. What I know, right? Here's uh, defense. Oh, show us this D. Here's a look at our D. Ooh. Line. Max Crosby, Neil Farrell Jr., Bilal Nichols, Chandler Jones, linebacker, Divine Diablo, Robert Spillane starting, Luke Masterson's. Uh, DBs, Nate Hobbs, Marcus Epps, Trevon Merrig, Amik Robertson. Good God. Jordan Willis, depth on the line. Curtis Bolton, depth at linebacker. Faison, Brandon Faison, Tiber back. Dave Long back. Bro, if Merrig doesn't quit fucking around, Paulo Mom might take his fucking job. You just like him because he's a Trojan. Dude, he played well last year when he played. I do like his name. What, what I, I like how we are getting name? back to like cool named players. Like we started losing some cool named players. And now we're kind of, we're coming back a little bit with just Look, awesome named humans. I watched every single one of his college snaps. I watched all of his games in college. Mm-hmm. He's a playmaker in college. When he got on the field, he made plays. I don't know what else to say. 
Um, but yeah, this is. Uh, if you're an offensive coordinator preparing for the Raiders and you look at this, everything you <laughs> do everything. You can do anything you want. Just, it's, it's the same okay. as it's the same as last season. Oh, Double team Max Crosby, and then do whatever you want. It's and just and just don't do a fail Mary <sighs> and throw an inter- and throw like a fumble to Chandler Jones, and then you'll be fine. That's all you got to yeah, do. Yeah, it's it's as there's just not a lot of talent there, man. I mean, there's no. there's there's guys, but I mean. Who who out there? Who on I, that I haven't I haven't me? given up hope. Like Nate Hobbs regressed a little last season. Not enough for me to give up hope that he can't show the potential he saw his rookie year. Same with Merrick. I think he regressed a little last season. Hopefully he can. But again, I feel like these were guys drafted by the old regime, and they're not the cookie cutter guys into the very specific scheme that Patrick Graham is doing. It doesn't feel like Graham is doing what he did with New York at New York, where let's just take our strengths, take the few strengths we have, and let's make some like chicken soup out of chicken shit. Look, man, like, do what I want. You, you you can't shine up a fucking turd. Bradley did with some guys. No, no, it's not true. Bradley did with some guys. A lot of his he took his guys with him. He took Hayward with him. He took fucking uh, well, Denzel uh, Perryman regressed. Nate Hobbs regressed. Trevon Merrick regressed. A lot of guys regressed. Now, is that all scheme? The defense played better, but you can't shine a turd, man. You said that you said that freaking uh, uh, um, Bradley did. Brad, they gave up more points that the when Bradley was there than they did last year. So they weren't great either way. They were still bad. They were both bad, but again, and we'll we'll we disagree on if they were worse this season than last season. Okay, you know, it doesn't points. matter if they're worse. They were still bad. So they were still you, bad. For you, you saying that Bradley shined up a turd is absolutely wrong. They were bad under Bradley. They were bad. But my point, what do I always say? Are we improving? What direction are we going in? Like that, that's what I'm looking for, right? Like if Patrick Graham's like, are you going to be your defensive coordinator for the next 10 years and you're going to be part of a team that's going to get us to a Super look Bowl? What they're like, giving are them, you man. showing? It, it's, it's, you're not improving from last season. Which was bad. Like that's my point. Like he didn't have to be good. Like this defense didn't have to be good for me to say, "Well done, Patrick Graham." Like you made something out of nothing. I don't like, think like, they got worse. I, I I feel like they did, based on how again the points per game they gave up a little bit less this season than last season. They scored more touchdowns. They scored. We, scored touchdowns. we played way worse offenses. We played eight of the nine worst offenses in football. Look, man, so I, it has okay, to that's okay. I, I I don't know what to say to that. All, all I'm saying is. We 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 have we can we can see what we can see. That's it. Number wise. Well, now now that they're starting to get their guys, yeah. Now it's like okay. I mean, but are they like they're still not spending money on the? Have, okay, then that's then that's my point. Like then that's your call. Like that's what, your what, choice. What, what what I'm saying is, you, I, I'm telling you, you can't shine up a turd as far as Patrick Graham goes, and you're like, well, fucking, uh, 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 what's right. his name? Like, Bradley right. did. Like, dude, they're not giving him anything. You're right. On the on the flip side though, like if you can if you can turn if you can turn guys that play a little bit better than they have in the past, right? Like that's all you can do, right? That's all you can do as a coach. You have your team. Can you get them to play better than they have in the past, or are they playing worse than they did in the past? That's all you can. That's all you can ask for of a coach is: Are you getting the most out of your players? And it doesn't seem like he is. Now, there's not a lot to get, squeeze out of them, but whatever little bit there is. I feel like it was other other DCs have squeezed it out more. Now, two seasons to kind of start building at least a little look of what you want. Maybe we'll start seeing a little results. But if we regress again, 
it's a fail know. all around. I mean, if, slightly if we happier point, look. Here's a look at the offense. Yeah, it, it, like one, one, one last thing. If we regress again defensively, like it's just a fail all around. Yeah, you know, it's it, I can't put it all on Patrick Graham because you're not giving him shit. You know, you're not spending any money in in, in free agency. The money you did spend was on an old player. And uh, draft picks I mean, you made never played look, last defense. year. Look, last year we had Kansas City and Seattle had defensive rookies make a huge impact on the team. Yeah, it's been known to happen, but for you to bank on that, it's not a very good plan. Offense, a little bit better. Jimmy Garoppolo, QB1, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, three starting wide receivers. They got Austin Hooper starting over OJ Howard. Jakob, obviously at fullback, yeah. and the exact same line basically as last year: Miller, Parnham, James, Illuminor at guard, Parker at tackle. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Illuminor can play guard, and I see this offense right now. And again, there's a huge if if Garoppolo can stay healthy. I see this offense being better than last year's offense. Uh. I just that would I require that would require Josh Jacobs to have another career year, hard to bank on. That would require Jacoby Myers having the same the same production as a wide receiver three as he did as a wide receiver one. Tough. Austin Hooper or OJ Howard back to their prime play. And for the O line to to not only pick up where they left, because they did improve. They were still bad, but they did improve as the season went along. To have that momentum not stop. Like, it's going to require a lot of that. And this is well, all banking on Garoppolo staying healthy. <laughs> like, yeah. all that is banking on something that's only happened once in the NFL. Garoppolo playing a full season healthy. But the, you're very I optimistic. The, and I, and I, hope it, I, hope it, it, I hope it infects me. But that's you're very optimistic. Okay, so I think the line... I don't see the line regressing from last year because like we talked about at the beginning of the year last year, they're banking on a young line gelling together and getting experience playing together. Going so with continuity, continuity yes. over star power. They have that. So I don't see them getting worse than last year. As far as like position by position, I don't know if you can really look at it that way. Like if your tight ends catch this, I think overall catches, catches overall. I see us having more weapons this year than last year with an injured and checked out Waller and an injured Renfro. I see, I see us having more pass catching and playmaking ability. Mm -hmm. The um, I think the saving grace this season, the last season, is they're not going to wait four weeks to realize just give Jacobs the fucking rock. God, it took till week it took till week five for me. And they didn't do it two weeks in a row. We're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? So I think now that they're giving him ten million and he's coming off the year that he did, they're like, okay, let's like make let's make him the centerpiece of the offense. Okay, let's do that. So that there's no way McDaniel's is going to like be so stubborn he doesn't go back to just giving the rock to Jacobs. Um, they're not going to be wasting all of the scheming power on Waller, who's either not showing up or not playing, right? So like that that asset that that element's gone too, right? That's another positive. I mean that's really the two biggest things, right? Is just yeah. I, I just see I just see more more playmaking and cap, pass catching ability 
here, um, I see a quarterback that maybe not as we're not going to get the highs that we had last year, the highs, but I don't think we're going to get the lows either. And I, I think that consistency with the better playmakers, you just get the playmaker of the ball. You don't have to be, you know, Superman. So that's the depth chart. Um, I think, and I think also the offense looks better because we look at the defense first. It's like that was my trick, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I look so, good. Fucking new right on defense. Right? So your favorite journalist, Josh Dubow, had a tweet Ooh, that I want, I want to, I want to get uh, discuss. He tweeted out uh, today, Wednesday, with not all deals accounted for yet. So keep bear that in mind. There's still some money moving around. The Raiders are currently ranked fifth in cap room spent on offense. Fifth. Fifth most. And that's with a bridge quarterback. That's not paying a Patrick Mahomes, a Josh Allen, a Lamar Jackson, the Justin Herbert deal that's coming up, the Joe Burrow deal coming up. That's with a cheap quarterback. Still, fifth in cap room spent in offense. And 30th in cap room spent on defense, third to last. Now that's not shocking. It's what I told you, man. You can't shine up a turd. What do you want Patrick Graham to do? You know he's been getting rave reviews for his work at the Senior Bowl. People mm-hmm. are very impressed by his work and his coaching ability. It's like you're not giving him players, dude. Like scheme or not scheme, you're not giving him good fucking players. Like what is he going to do? You need talent to win. So where would you rank right now the Raiders' offense? Um, because they're spending fifth most, dude. I, 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 I could definitely see them being a top 10 offense, no, like easily. Okay, uh, I think they should have been a top 10 offense last year, but again, you had a hurt Renfro, you had a hurt and checked out Waller, uh, you had an offensive line that was kind of kind of feeling their oats early in the year. Um, feeling their oats is that a phrase I've never heard of before? I guess. <laughs> You just don't um, get out much, bro. Did they name their balls oats? Are they just like rubbing their balls at the beginning and telling them getting it right? Inappropriate. But feeling their oats. I just don't have oh, your sensitive know, disposition offended. Yes. By, by your it, phrase. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> um you bastardized into something it wasn't, number one. Number two. You're the one that said feeling their oats. I, ge- I was genuinely concerned. Like, is that like a phrase I never heard of before? Yes, did you, it is. It is. You just they, they, it right they, now? It's, t- it's typically in the upper Midwest, Minnesota area. <laughs> And, and and the Dakotas, that's where they say it. If you want to be fucking smart ass about it, but yeah, that's that's they, they or a custodian. If you want to be a dick about it, fucking, what movie yeah. is that from? Yeah, from the comment section mentioned below. Look, master the custodial arts, or a janitor. If you want to be a dick about it, look the the defense. It's just unless we have a. Crazy as a freaking cops whiz by. You uh, have a uh, just a crazy drive. Your crimes against the English language yeah. coming to arrest the, the you. Crimes against the freaking defensive football, which is our free agency right now. Yeah, um, we just don't have talent, man. We don't have talent there unless we get a, a killer draft where we get like three, three or four starters from this draft to like upgrade the position that we have already. I don't, I don't see us being very good at all on defense. Dog shit, like. In yeah, the running like, to be like, in the running to be the worst defense, dude. If if we're better than thirtieth, it's a win because we spent thirtieth. Like, the, you have to pay talent, 
and having Max Crosby alone means you you should be better than thirtieth. Like it's just he's ugh. so so good that just just him by himself, you're like you can't be better than three other defenses with Max Crosby. Uh, well, one guy won't be playing for us. or won't be playing anywhere. Very sad story. Unfortunately, Foster Morrow tweeted this out just a few hours ago. We're again recording this on a Wednesday. Through somewhat of a miraculous process, this free agency period has been life-changing for me. During a routine physical conducted by the Saints medical team down in New Orleans, who's going to reunite with Derek Carr, I've come to learn I have Hodgkin's lymphoma, which, for those who don't know, is uh, cancer of the lymph nodes. And we'll be stepping away from football at this time to fight a new opponent, cancer. I'm grateful for the support and thankful for people who have stood firm with me. There hasn't been a single step I've taken without hundreds of people lighting the path for me, and I will continue to seek their guidance. That being said, I'll go kick this thing's ass and get back to doing what I love. AMDG. This reminds me of, um, so I didn't have health insurance for a long time. I never went to a doctor for a long time, but I was a pro fighter. And so the only time I'd ever see a doctor was for like my physicals. physicals. Yeah. So I'd get a physical, I'd get a, an EKG, an MRI, blood work. Like I was single at the time. You get like an STD test. So like every six months, I'm like, yes, we're clean. And this kind of reminds me of that, where it's like, thank God these guys are like poked, prodded, scanned. You find shit like this. The silver lining, um, Hodgkin's lymphoma is like one of the most curable cancers. It has like it has one of the highest survival rates. Yeah, it's because basically it's, it's weird. It's one of the cancers that doesn't spread quickly. Mm -hmm. It just takes concentrating your lymph nodes and you just fucking take them out and the five-year relative survival rate is 89%. Yeah. And that's for everybody. I mean, there's an 11% chance. No, but still, I mean, it's it, there's a good chance for him. But Plus that's he's also... Young, he's in shape. He is, yeah. They caught it early. He, he has that. money. Yeah. He has means. He's a great athlete. You know, what is he, 27? No, right? he's younger like, than that. He's younger, younger than, than that? that? He's like 26, I think. 26. Yeah. Okay, so he's one year younger. But still, like he's got... younger? <laughs> one year younger. So he's got a lot going for him. I'm right, um, RJ. Just say it. I'm right. Are you right? Let me see. Watch him watch him turn 27 right. tomorrow. He's <laughs> <laughs> 25. We're both wrong. I told you. He was younger. It. Yeah. So good. Even better for him. Yeah. That's good for this him, man. When, when I, 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 I wish him. I May wish 6. Him well, he does man. turn. He does his birthday. He does come up in like two months. Does it, uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Best of know, luck, I, man. I had, you know, a lot of cancer in my family. A lot of people I lost to cancer, and it sucks. But uh, you know, when you get a family member that pulls through the other side, and you're mm -hmm. you're with like my mom, it was uh, it was it's cool to see her and how long she's still alive, dude. Like ten years yeah. later, so it's great. Um, so you got a chance. I, I always every 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 time I hear Hodgkin's lymphoma, I think of Jeff Blatnick. You know that name rings a bell. Um, yeah. old UFC commentator, and wrestler, yeah. wrestling Olympian. He had Hodgkin's lymphoma, beat it, came back and placed in the Olympics. Nuts. So that's what I think of every time is I think of R.I.P. Jeff Blatnick, who eventually passed away. And this was fucking back in the this, day when they were not the like, yeah. yeah, this was not when they late 70s, early 80s. Technology was nowhere near as good. Beats nope. cancer. When, so yeah, I'm telling you, man, like I'm not to, not to jinx it. Knock on wood. I'm just being super optimistic. I think Foster Morrow plays not this season, but next season. I think, in, he plays in in I think I think he Look, plays man, in here. 
back when Blatnik, back then in the eighties, they they were they weren't as sophisticated catching cancer. Though they caught you in like stage four, they yeah. caught it when I was like already really late. They that's catch it when it's like coming out of your ear. You're like, yeah, right here. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, he's able to beat it again. There's a lot of factors that, that, that go into um, your um, survival rate, your age, uh, your health, the stage in which, they ca- in which they catch it. How are you able to treat it? Stuff like that. So all that stuff is in his favor. So hopefully everything turns out okay. I expect that it will. And I hope that it does. Ready to do some what up win bags? Yes, sir. Tomb Raider. Love the name. Bro, grown ass men should not still be watching porn. Just saying weird shit. And this is last week when we were talking about which porn star Jimmy G should start paying in since he's moving to Vegas and it's inevitably going to happen. Uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. The older I get, the more porn I watch. Fucking I'm, Womb Raider. I'm pushing 40. Been married for. Almost eight years. I need more. I need porn more and more in my life as I yeah. get older, not less. Dude, this I'm fucking normal as fuck. Like for watching porn, you're you fucking don't yeah. make me feel weird. You're weird for like, not watching. I feel porn. like not watching porn is more weird than watching yeah. porn at any age. So I used to work with like this four. chick. Her name was Tara Croft. Like her Tara T A R A Tara Croft, and I used to call her Tara Croft Womb Raider. Like Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Yeah. Just for the people at home. For the people at home. Inquisitor Sezevac. Sevac? Shezevac? Inquisitor. RJ, change the ending. Don't care if Waller scores 20 touchdowns. So for people who listen to the podcast and don't watch on YouTube at the end of every video, it's just like a little like 20 second like, hey, subscribe. And my little thing is like, hey, if you want to see... Max Crosby have 30 sacks have and Darren Waller <laughs> catch 20 touchdowns, then um, subscribe. And I forgot to change it after Waller. So I got the reminder. So this will be the very first show with the new outro, which there's like three of you that are really excited and care. But I just want to say I, I'm listening and I pay attention. When there's stuff to edit out, let me know. Sometimes I forget. I listen to that. I listened to that in a year and a half. So, you know, Loki, it does back. it does sound like if you want Max Crosby to have dirty sex. <laughs> it uh that's multiple people have brought that up. And they're like 99% of the times it's like, okay, that's not what he's saying, it's just my ears. But they're like, well, it, but it is you, it RJ. It does really sound like it. But it is you, RJ. So are you Freudian slipping? Is it an Easter egg? But that's gone now. Or did I add another Easter egg at the, oh, at the uh, shit. in this outro? You're gonna have to wait and see. Dominique five, these dollar tree signings are a joke before free agency. Nobody said, bring in these guys, the amount of cap space we had entering free agency. We should have signed at least two impact defensive starters. I'm not buying what these guys are selling. They haven't done shit in free agency. They haven't did shit. Dominique five. I do. I do. I, I I put this one because there's a lot of people that said basically exactly this. Yeah. I heard a lot of so much cap space. Like, Ton of like you can do what you want, d- bunch of cap space. Let's make some impact players. Let's get some players, as you always say. So I don't. It hasn't happened. But mostly, I, p- I picked this one because I love the the phrase "Dollar Tree signings." That's pretty funny. That's hilarious. Ninety nine cent store tight end. I understand what's happening. We have the last regime before us left the cupboard so bare defensively. What we're doing with these. Dollar Tree signings is we're having to sign 
capable players or who in, in, in the GM's eyes are capable players to be those role player type of guys. So we just don't get guys off the scrap heap who can't play. And and we're and we're building the defense slowly through the draft and smart free agent signings. I understand it's a little bit. I mean, I, I it's almost the cupboards like, are more bare now than they were last season. It's ambitious, right bordering on arrogant to think that you're going to have the kind of time it's going to take to build a defense this way. Although the mm-hmm. right way, because it's it's. Again, there's there's not a lot of talent. Every great there. defense still has picked up an expensive free agent or two. A, couple, a guy right? here and there. But the a guy thing here is, and there. Yeah, but the, here's the problem. The difference is what, what I talked about in New England. Those one or two guys can put them over the top. Mm-hmm. One or two guys, It's we're still going to have a bad defense. And it's like, I understand what you're saying is you have to start from somewhere. But when you have, like, there's no depth at all in this team and defensively. So you have to build it up, build up that depth with guys that you're going to be under controllable contracts. And again, I think Ziegler's gun shy after swinging and missing with Chandler Jones. God, Anthony that was a terrible sign. Anthony Averett didn't work out. Like even the signs they did make. Averett got hurt, didn't play. Just like they just didn't work I mean, out. Rock played okay and he's still out there. Like, why, why didn't we freaking okay. sign him? Yeah, he's, but he's not coming back. So it's like, that's what I'm, again, like, yeah, the cupboards are bare, but now they're more bare. Like, we're going in the wrong direction. Anyway, um, we're gonna do uh, lives when any, anything big happens. We've been ready to do that all week, but nothing big ever happens <laughs> in free agency other than Jimmy Garoppolo last week. And then we did this at the same time. Just like hands up, like that's not racist. What, what, did I sound like an alien? Uh, it sounds like you're doing a very bad Japanese accent. I did. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. Keep it in there. Let him let us let him cancel us. Yeah. God damn it. How dare you? Please cancel me. I can use a vacation. Right. All right. And until next time, if I'm not canceled, no go whatever you're with me.